Hey dragons, welcome back to the College of Stories where stories come to life and fiction seems to be real. So today I'm back again with another new story and just as usual before sharing my story as I say all the stories that I share here on the podcast are completely written out of my imagination and are completely fictitious that do not resemble any real life person or incident. So please do not take them personally or seriously they're just for fun so just enjoy. So this is my 54th story and only one of my classmates have ever read this and no one else from her have ever till now read this story. It's a pretty unique I would say because I don't think I have ever written any story like this. It's a very simple romance genre story but it's you will find out actually. So The Eyes That Met While Shopping A 17-year-old Latino boy and a 16-year-old American girl, both deprived of an important sense each when meet each other, expect to have their life changed. Coming from a small suburban town in America, what adventures will the kindling love of these two bring towards them? It was a hot summer day in May. The streets of Allen, Texas were burning. It was 11:30 a.m. and already 40 degrees Celsius. 1990 Allen was very calm and peaceful. Very few people lived in the town, only 50. And during hot summer days, barely anyone got out of the house. The streets were completely hot and empty. When she set out for the local grocery store, she carried along with her a jute tote bag and a slip of paper with a list of things written on it. She stood outside the front of the shop and looked up the hoarding bearing the shop's name, Paul and Pat's Groceries. Then she walked in and waved her hand to the old man sitting behind the counter. "Oh, hi Erica. How are you?" asked the jolly old man. "I'm good," sighed she. Erica was mute, but she was clearly able to hear. "That's a nice dress you have got on yourself. Bet your dad brought it up for you when you went to the city last week." "Thank you. Yes, he did," she sighed. Erica was wearing a blue jumpsuit with a jute hat. She was someone who everyone loved in town. After taking the groceries, when she was about to leave, Paul offered a fruit popsicle for free. While she was waiting for Paul to bring the popsicle, a young Latino boy came in. He looked just like her age only. <coughs> hey, Uncle Paul, how are you? I'm fine, son. What about you? Signed Paul. To this, Erica got curious. I looked at the boy first, and then at Paul. Seeing her confused. Uh, face a uh, Paul addressed her confusion. Erica, this is my nephew Miguel. He can speak well, but he can't hear. He's deaf," said Paul while signing to Miguel at the same time. "Who is she, Uncle?" asked Miguel. "Myself, Erica. I'm 16 years old and I live here," signed Erica. Seeing her listen clearly but still use sign language made Miguel think that she was being kind enough for him to understand. But then he got confused when he thought. Why did she in new sign language? He looked at Paul for being addressed. She can hear but she can't speak, son. She's mute. She he signed to him. And Erica, Miguel is 17 years old. You both can try and be friends. You both can complete each other, said Paul to Erica while signing it to Miguel. To this, both of them looked at each other and felt themselves blushing and their heart racing. They never thought about it like this. But why were they blushing and their heart racing? when they were only asked to be friends were they falling in love on reaching back home erica couldn't stop thinking about miguel as of miguel he wished to see her again next day also the streets were burning with heat 
Erika didn't have anything to buy, but she still went to the grocery store. Miguel was uh, there already. Old man Paul was surprised to see his nephew at the shop. The one who never was interested in the business is now in the shop checking the sales register. From time to time, he would raise his head and look outside the window, hoping to catch a glimpse of Erika coming towards the shop. But today, there was no Erika. Yesterday, she came to the shop at 12 p.m., but today it was at 12.40 and still no sign of Erika. When it was 1 p.m. and yet there was no sign of Erika, disheartened Miguel said to leave. But as soon as he came out from behind the counter, the bell on the top of the door rang and the door fell open and there stood Erika wearing a green half-sleeved t-shirt with denim jeans. Seeing her, Miguel's eyes lit up. I was waiting for you, he found himself saying. Paul, who was watching this cute interaction from behind the curtain, could not help himself but smile. Soon days turned to weeks and turned to months, and soon it was autumn. Miguel and Erika have been meeting and talking every day for the last five months, and now they were in love, and can't imagine a single day of life without each other. One day, when it was raining heavily, Miguel was pretty sure that Erika won't come, but still she showed up with an umbrella. Miguel was an orphan. His father died serving the nation, and his mother died when he was five. Since then, he had been raised by Paul and his wife Patricia, who also had a son Christopher and a daughter Romella of the same age of Miguel when he came to live with them. Both of them loved Miguel a lot, but when Miguel was 11 years old, Romella, who was nine at that time, died due to typhoid, and soon Patricia also followed her daughter in death. Miguel was now left with Paul and Christopher to call as a family, and now he also had Erica by his side. Miguel and Erica were leading a very happy life and grows deeply in love. Everything else outside of the relationship and the small town of Allen seemed extraterrestrial to them. They weren't even bothered to know about it. They were just interested in knowing each other. But one evening, when Erica told Miguel that her family was moving to California and they want Miguel to come along, he got upset. He was reluctant to leave Paul and Christopher, thinking who would take care of them and the shop. But at the same time, he didn't want to lose Erica as well. Erica was the only child of her parents, so when they found out about Miguel, they were more than happy to support their love and take him along with them. They knew Miguel for as long as they can remember and always saw him as their son and often talked to Paul and Patricia of how much they wish Erica and Miguel to be together. When Paul found out about Erica's moving, both he and Christopher encouraged Miguel to go along with them, finally making him to agree to move. Next afternoon, when he met Erica and told her about his decision of going with her, both of them got so excited that they ended up having their first kiss, a deep sweet kiss by the riverside and all that they needed to feel more excited and happy about the big move next week. A month after them moving to California, one night when Erica's parents weren't home and they were home alone, intoxicated by love, they made out in Erica's room. Lying down together on the bed, both of them thought about the many new adventures that await them while Erica parted her legs, allowing Miguel's body to intertwine with her and enter her body, awakening and embracing every inch of her. So guys, that's all for today's episodes, today's story. Hope you loved it. My voice might actually be a bit slow because there are literally people hustling outside at 7 a.m. So I actually was keeping the phone real close to me and the voice low in order to be more clear and audible. So hope you love the story and until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, take care, bye.